It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But a reminder that you're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys, the Giants podcast for the fan that comes at you twice a week. Joe Shasky and Mark Willard with you for those episodes. Don't miss one. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you are subscribed. Mark, before we get into the topic that I know you want to get into, Jake McGee, what happened with Jake McGee and the San Francisco Giants? I, I, I'll let you gather your thoughts for a second. I never love Jake McGee being the closer. I'm not big on left-handed closers to begin with. Not that oh. it's like a deal breaker, like Randy Myers was good. And, you know, there's been other guys that have been lefties that have been good. Billy Wagner, for example. He was a one-pitch guy. And I just felt like uh, it just was always – they couldn't find the right spot or role for him. But I don't understand why they released him in the middle of the year. To me, it, it, it came out of left field. Um, it did, and and there's no way for for us to know exactly what those reasons behind the scenes are. But because it's so dramatic, right? That's such a dramatic move to go from, um, a, you know, this team uh, putting finances, putting a, a contract on the table that's more than one year for a player, uh, and then having him play such a key role. And then bailing on him yeah. right in the middle of a season that that you're not planning on giving up on. All I can say is this one feels like there's a lot to it. That's like what I there's, thought. There's yeah. a story here. Um, and I, my guesses, my guesses would be I don't think it's anything dramatic off the field where like they're trying to shake it up and send a message. <laughs> but Jake McGee famously is this one pitch guy. Yeah. And if you're going to be a one pitch guy, you need to have unbelievable command. It's the only way Jake McGee ever worked. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable command. Because to tell a big league hitter essentially what you're about to throw him and then get him out with it is absurd, quite yeah. frankly. Anyone who's ever seen the movie Bull Durham knows, right? When you speak of me, speak well. Here comes the deuce. If I tell you what I'm going to throw you, you're going to hit the damn bull, Joe. You're going <laughs> to hit the bull. Jake's well telling you, here comes the one, and guys are I striking know. out, and it's not 99 miles an hour. So how's he doing it? Because he put it exactly yeah. where he wanted to put it, and he knew about arm angles and hitter angles. I felt like Jake this year lost some of that command, whether that was through injury or mm-hmm. what have you. And Jake McGee, without command, becomes oh. a minor leaguer like that. I totally agree. He's a guy who never really should have been a closer, but on this team, we had to put him at closer, similar to Belt being like a four-hitter. Like, he's miscast as a four-hitter. That's not who he should be or, or what he is. I feel like Jake was thrusted into that role. I thought he did a pretty good job last year. Like, he did. He he had moments. Yeah, It was ugly this year. He did a pretty good job last year. Here's the thing that I, I just – I'm wondering out loud. Is this a guy – who might have had a different career at the end of his career had he not had to have the three batter minimum. 
You know, these lefties, does he face one guy at a time? Is he, I'm, Not that he's funky like Javier Lopez. It's just something I'm just, again, I'm just thinking out loud. I, I don't even know. It's, it's probably personality and him not performing. It's not one thing. It's just something I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, he, he's been a little bit of a head scratcher from the beginning for the, all the reasons we just discussed. Like, you know, being a, uh, being a one-pitch pitcher, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how that works in, in, uh, in major league baseball. So he's always, he's always a little bit, uh, a little bit different. He's a yeah. quiet guy. And so I don't feel like we really got to, got to know what yeah. the Jake McGee experience was all about, but for them to make this drastic of a move, something, Something was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, especially Farhan, who's willing to trade anyone and everyone when they have no other options. The guy will pull the rabbit out of the hat. So I just, it happened out of nowhere. I'm like, wow, didn't see this coming. But he did make a comment, Gabe Kapler. Hey, have I used McGee in certain roles? One of the, the beat writers had asked him a question. And I said, huh, that was an interesting response. He hasn't used Jake McGee in certain roles. And I had kind of forgotten about Jake McGee. And then a couple days later, Bye bye, Jake McGee. Yeah, yeah. well, listen, oh. the, the 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 clue was when Duvall got in trouble in Arizona, yes. and Sam Long comes flying in to save your season with the bases loaded. If you're not going to McGee there, you're not going to McGee. Yeah, that's a great point. Such Never a great again. point. You're hundred yeah. percent right. It's Go just ahead. odd. He he had moments though. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. I mean, look, he's a huge part of a 107 win season, and uh, and that's definitely worth something uh, for Giants fans to remember. One last thing. The number 17, I think we shouldn't issue it for a while. Daryl Strawberry, Aubrey Huff, and now Jake McGee. I just just me thinking out loud maybe we just put that one away for a little while or just save it only for weird lefties <laughs> uh, that's i mean just wait the next time the giants get a weird lefty you're like no i'm sorry you don't get to pick your number you're 17 here's 17 yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you say something weird or you walk around the clubhouse with a, a damn weird underwear uh, on you're you're getting 17 that's uh, it. i love that um all right so uh, speaking of weird, let's get weird for a second. Yes, let's do it. Um, because I've decided this works and it makes people crazy in some spots. And there's a lot of debate about it. And there's a lot of opinions about it. And isn't that exactly what we're going for? The city connect experience reaches San Diego. Now I sent out a tweet right away. And it was really more to poke fun with both Giants and Padres. Okay. This team comes out wearing eight colors, <laughs> uh, right uh, on a, on a Friday night, and I and I so I sent out a tweet and I put in quotes: "The Giants City Connects are ugly." And then I wrote, "Padres, hold my beer." <laughs> and, and, and and so you know we got some discussion going on that, but I don't really I'm not offended by it. I don't I, I don't get offended by uniforms. Um, you know, but my man, Alex Morgan is on Instagram in the San Diego city connect Jersey going, this is fire. Yep. You're watching, you're watching people from different diverse backgrounds, different ages, all really get into this thing because they're different. And as much as it's, so take it back to the giants. You, you don't like creamsicle. You don't think they captured the Bay. Well, I can tell you this, 
the sales of the City Connect jerseys and hats have been through the roof ever since they came out. Oh, by the way, the Giants seem to play better when they're wearing them. Tuesday nights at the ballpark are a thing. I took my boys to the last Tuesday night home game, uh, the game against Detroit on the last homestand, and, and their eyes kind of lit up when I go, hey, remember, it's, it's City Connect Tuesday. They're, oh, yes, it's City Connect Tuesday. So we can do the, oh, those are ugly, fine. But if we want baseball to be more social media savvy, we want them to get into the minds and hearts of younger fans. Mm-hmm. We want them to do something that's worth discussion. Man, this, this, this is one of those things. I'm with you on that. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. The Giants City Connects, I'm not the biggest fan of. I love the City Connect concept in general. I think the Angels have sweet jerseys. Love the Marlins jerseys. Love Chicago's. I just thought that the Giants could have gone in a different direction. But when they added the creamsicle helmet this year, it changed everything for me. Because to me, when they had the black helmet, it didn't look right. When they went creamsicle helmet, it was like somebody in Marcus like, hey, guys, uh, we need to go all in on this. We, we, we yep. can't go like 80% of the way. You got to finish the loading process here. So I'm at the, at the house. I'm at the cabin. I got a 13, 11, and 7-year-old, all travel baseball players, okay, from San Rafael. These kids love baseball. Eat, breathe it up. A Dodger fan and a Giants fan, and then the other kid's a Giants fan as well. And I sit there and I turn to them. I go, what? What do you guys think of these jerseys? And they go, I love them. I love them. Talking about the Padres uniforms. They love, absolutely love the highlighter colors in general. And they love the jerseys. The helmets were fly. How about the catcher's gear? The catcher's gear was unbelievable. Well, and what's that? What's the dude? You'll know the name. What's the dude's name? The, oh, uh, uh, Fabio is catching for the Padres. Alvaro. Alvaro, he's got hair yes. flying out the back. You look great. Like with all the colors, and he got a walk-off hit and all this yep. stuff. I'm like, man, that's kind of working. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So so then you you brought this up. Let, let's throw this out there just for a moment because yes. I thought this was funny, and, and, yeah. and it is – obviously a generational discussion for sure so bruce jenkins is a legend in sports media in the bay area and after looking at these city connect jerseys this was his take so let me read you from twitter (laughs) he goes what mlb doesn't realize with the horrendous alternate uniforms especially san diego's friday night say machado hits four homers dressed as a fruit basket or somebody pitches a perfect game looking like a multicolored snow cone you show up in the history books wearing that? Okay. 
anytime you show up in the history books, I love you, Bruce, but if you show up in the history books, you look ridiculous. Yeah. Because when I was born and my parents show me pictures of 1975, look at the pictures. I'm like, look at you. You look ridiculous. (laughs) Mom's hairstyle. What are you doing with your pants back then? Yeah. Why are they velour? Why are you wearing those shoes? Why are your sunglasses bug out? What are you doing? And the style will come back around and all of the stuff that, that, that we know. The Chicago White Sox, when I was when I started collecting baseball cards in the 80s, were wearing short sleeve button all the way up, like you look like you're going to a Hawaiian barbecue yep. with a square hat on, Harold Baines with his awesome afro flying out the side. Okay, bring me that uniform today and be like, you showed up wearing like that? Yeah, yeah. This is this isn't this isn't about that. Um, and when when you do that, when you when you immediately say, and this look, this look doesn't fit my memory, it doesn't fit my sensibilities, you are feeding the animal that is baseball shunning mm-hmm. young people. Is you're feeding honor- the animal. I'm not saying you're wrong. Your tastes are your tastes, but you are feeding the negative beast. Well, if this is your take on City Connects, because City Connects are working. Well, they're 100% working, and not to be this guy, but the reality is you're not the target demo for selling these jerseys anyway, and they're going to sell whether you like them or not. I mean, that's just the reality. There's a lot of things in life that sell that I don't love, and you know what? That's just kind of part how it goes. It's like Star Wars for me. People go crazy about the new Star Wars. Like, oh, it wasn't like this. It's 77. Dog, you're 50. It ain't for you no more. It's for the 11, 12-year-olds. Like, that's, that's where we're marketing this thing and if you can't take a step back and realize that that's a you problem well listen you're gonna get upset about colors on sleeves when there's a runner at second base in the 10th inning and the dh comes to the plate exactly uh, look i'm sorry oh, like if you Mark, if, if we can't evolve if you can't get ready for change you you know we'll get Mark. you some dvds and you can watch the old days as yeah. long as you want my dad says the other day, my, we're in the car going golfing, and he's like, I just don't like the 10th inning rule. I go, what's wrong with it? Well, the pitchers, they get charged with a run. I go, no, actually, they don't. It's an unearned run. He goes, no, that run scores. I go, no, dad, it's literally an unearned run like it's an error. It does not go to their thing. Oh, Oh, I go, yeah, and they have, you know, a runner on, on second in every level of every baseball from Little League all the way through college, all that. Once you get an extra, it's to end the game and get it over with. Well, I miss the days of 16-inning games. I go, no, you don't. You fall asleep after the ninth inning every single day, and you wake up and watch the final 30 minutes. What are you talking about? This is old man getting mad at Cloud. I mean, that's literally what it is. I don't I don't love the rule either. And I love my dad. In, but- right? I don't love the rule either in terms of just the concept <laughs> of it. It, yes, but, um, it, it's high. Like it's not the battle I'm going to pick. Exactly. By the way, take it from the guy who used to be in the bunker studio doing shows at two thirty in the morning when they went six. Thank minutes. you. Nobody likes that. Okay. Nobody. Nobody, everybody Nobody. was gone. We romanticized these things as if we loved them. Y'all went home. Yeah. I was the one who had to be there speaking to a wall after you went home. So stop telling me you love the 16 inning game. You hate it. It's a hundred percent. And not only that, it's not like, oh, man, the Yankees won three out of four championships. Thank God they had so many 14 inning games because it really showed the depth of how great their team was. No one looks back on those. The only one we remember is the playoff one, which I'm 
here for playoff extra innings with Belt hitting the jack against the Nationals. The Nationals. That's, we, we all remember that, and that was amazing. Regular season, get this thing to a finish. Bro, there was an 18-inning. It was at least 17. 17 or 18-inning game. This is three years ago. I think it was Bochy's last year. Okay. There was an 18-inning game against the Rockies, and I swear it was either 1-1 to or 2-2. Two to two. Uh, And after 18 innings, they won because Eric Kratz, the backup catcher, got sawed off, and a little pop-up went out toward the first baseman. He kind of misplayed it. It glanced off his glove, and the Giants won. Uh, and I'm like, I don't even know how to describe that. That was somewhere. a walk-off fill in the blank it, but it wasn't entertaining it wasn't exciting it was a relief is what it was mark no that was just like willie mays hitting a home run against warren spawn when him and juan marichelle went 16. It's the same exact thing totally totally oh, um, all i right. love those jerseys by the way put a put a little bobby pin in it i love those padre jerseys i'm here for the highlighter experience I'm, I'm, look i'm just here for the discussion um, and, and you know they wake you up that's for sure and the giants needed that so a good weekend for them uh hopefully they're back on track big homestand leading into the all-star yeah. break we'll have two more episodes coming for you uh as the first half of the season comes to a close for joe shasky mark willard this is Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe.